Welcome to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex. As always, your host. For the next 30 minutes, you've got me for a free consultation as it relates to career development. We're in the business of business. We're corporate cowboys developing other corporate cowboys to become leaders within corporate, amongst corporate, to navigate. Makes that make that next move, whether it's up laterally, whether you got to get down to business, you know. Today's question is coming from r slash career guidance. And this question is peculiar, I think, because, uh, well, we're no longer wearing masks. So a little proof of life. If you don't know, it's Friday, June 2. 2023. And this question is asking, I mean, it's flared for advice. And it's asking, so they found out, I only got my position because of my appearance. How should I react to this? How should you react to it? You got a job. I might be worried if I weren't qualified, right? Because being uh, soft on the eyes, being attractive can help and can hurt. You see, it can help you get that job, but it could also hamstring you if that's all you're good for. If you're just good for looking at. And that could be why. You got hired on. Maybe they need someone who looks good, who will just sit there and be pretty. But that is all dependent on the position you got hired for, the compensation for it, what your duties and obligations will be for them while you are there. You see, if you're actually required to do work, then you're expected to know how to perform. Otherwise, You're a waste of space. And if they're professionals, that is, the individuals who hired you, if they themselves are professionals, they'll let you go without second-guessing their decision. Because what they need are professionals who work, not just people who look good. (laughs) I've had the fortune, I've been blessed to work with people of all ages, legally capable to work, shapes, sizes, colors, frames, and I thank God that I don't discriminate solely using my eyes, right? Because, well, I mean, I, I did mention that there are positions, there are times when you need someone on your team who looks good, who looks the part. Especially if it's a team environment and you need somebody who is easy on the eyes, who can um, inspire confidence, who can inspire 
attraction, who can inspire interest in participation by clients or other associates in the field. See, there might be times where you yourself, like, like me, I won't toot my own horn. I won't try to assert that I'm some type of model figure, right? But if I've got a bright idea, if I've got, say, an initiative that I'm spearheading, but I'm, I know I'm not a looker, <laughs> and it's possible that I go recruit someone who is a looker to help me run this ball, right? We're going to share it. Otherwise, I can just hand it off to them, have them sign the contract, and they're still doing it for the team. I think sometimes... <clears throat> People believe that a lot rides on physical appearance, and that is not always the case. There are instances where being capable can be seen. Being capable is, is demonstrable. You, like you, could, you can create evidence of being capable, and people can see that. That in itself is another factor, another element of attraction. That might not be what people see first. They'll see your face. They'll see how you dress. They'll see your figure. They'll see your height, your weight, your hair color, your skin color, your eye color. But you got facial hair, piercings, tattoos, right? <clears throat> They'll process you visually, mentally first before they process you logically. And now, you can be <clears throat> unappealing or unattractive. And shit, I might fit in this category. But if how I talk, how I present myself, and I do mean introduce myself into a situation, if that outweighs how I look, I'm getting the job every time, and I'm getting the job over somebody who looks good and can't execute. <laughs> I'm just rambling. <clears throat> so, the title for this one, let me just read the body. The body is short, so might as well, I'll give you a little monologue up front before we read into this hypothetical client's facts, right? Because from there we can pull additional inferences. We can come up with added uh, inquiries and questions that we might pose to the hypothetical clients if we had them in front of us. Otherwise, <clears throat> we could give a general opinion on WWCCD, what would corporate cowboys do? <laughs> <clears throat> so the body for this one reads, the title kind of says it all, okay? But to give context, that's what we want, I just found out after working at my current position <clears throat> as 
an in-store technician that I was hired solely, solely, really that's it, just solely, solely because the boss and her daughter thought I was easy on the eyes. The same goes for my coworkers as well. And that was also the reason I was never hired, even interviewed. I was never, I misread that. The same goes for my coworkers as well. And that was also the reason I was never even interviewed despite having zero experience when I was hired. <clears throat> I mean, I guess some argument could be made that the boss and her daughter negligently hired you without first verifying that you know how to do the job. Does it matter? Not so much. In your case, you got the job. And you are doing the job, apparently, because you haven't been fired for it yet. Despite learning that the only reason you got the job is because of your good looks. <laughs> on the one hand, they write, on the one hand, I'm flattered. On the other hand, this feels wildly unfair, as I found out when a prospect was turned down primarily for their appearance and weight. Why is that bad? Maybe you work at, a, at Amber Crombie and Fitch, and they need models there. They need models with waistlines. <laughs> why, why is that bad? You got to dress for the job that you want, but you have to dress up for the job that you want. You have to show up, show up and show out. If you're not qualified, physically, mentally, you're not capable, right? Because that... The appearance, <clears throat> the discrimination by appearance, you won't see coming, right? It'll be happening inside of somebody's mind, which is why it's always, it's, it's imperative. It's imperative that you learn how to present yourself verbally, how to present yourself non-verbally, symbolically. So that when folks do see you and they're processing how you look, even if you're not traditionally attractive, your face not symmetrical, your, your shoulders not broad, your chest not big, not developed, you got no ass, you got no back, you got no biceps, I don't fucking know what some people look for. It might be a personal preference, a personal taste. But if it's their personal business, then it's their business. And business is always personal. <clears throat> but if they're looking for someone that fits a description to work for them, they're well within their right to do that. You, in order to overcome that filter, that physical, that apparent discrimination, you ought to work on looking capable where regardless of the fact that you're not pretty, regardless of the fact that you're not handsome, regardless of the fact that you're not a beauty, you can deliver. You can deliver. And I'm going to say eight times out of ten, eight times out of ten, you will get hired 
over someone who just looks better and can't perform on the job. <clears throat> I'm going to say the eighth time and the ninth time you're going to get beat out because those individuals who rely on their looks, it's just their luck. But then those individuals who know they look fucking good and on top of our corporate cowboys have developed themselves into being capable professionals, into being consummate professionals and know how to present themselves for such an opportunity where luck meets fate, meets opportunity, meets talent, meets skill. Yeah, they got you beat, fam. They got you beat. 20% of the time, every time you meet them. <laughs> every fucking time you meet them. So don't feel bad. <clears throat> don't feel bad. Feel bad when they fire you after three months because, I don't know, they've ex like you've exhausted your use. They've exhausted their use of just looking at you and just gawking at you with their eyeballs and found out that you can't do the job or you weren't performing the job correctly. And I mean, they don't need somebody who's just pretty and not doing the work anymore. <clears throat> oh, so you run with a team of good looking people? Nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, the shame comes later when you can't hold on to the job, but that's because of your own fault. <laughs> yeah, your looks got you in, but your fucking stupidity and ignorance might be what gets you clipped. <laughs> I started my first job, my first official, let's say official job on the payroll, declaring an income. I worked for a very, very popular hamburger company on the West Coast. A lot of folks... <clears throat> are fanatics and i'm sure you know which one i'm already alluding to the one with the scripture on all their merch the scripture on all of their uh containers <laughs> <clears throat> and at the interview i mean i was a young cat i was a young cat so this will let you know right this was at least at least 10 years ago now I was a young cat, but at the interview, it told me straight up, we hire smiles and we train you to do the rest. <laughs> so it should give you an idea of how good looking I am, at least my smile. <laughs> now I had seen some shit already. I mean, I've done some shit already. And I could still smile through it. I don't know if that gives you a peek into my psychology. But it should tell you that I'm capable. Because a lot of the work that I came in to the company doing, I already knew how to do. I had experience. The work was easy. The work was fun. I had fun. And what they were looking for are people who could smile and have fun working. That is what they were discriminating on. They weren't discriminating on anything else. They weren't looking for fit people. They weren't looking for tall, muscular people. They weren't looking for 
anybody of a particular color or race. The team I started with just had that energy about them. That they enjoyed being there, that they could smile. Of course, we did, at least I encountered some individuals whose smile turned out to be fake. And just because they could get past the interviewer doesn't mean that they could hack it. But then they would get filtered out and they ended up leaving. Again, your looks, your appearance might get you through the door, but your ineptitude is what will get you cut. <laughs> Remember that. Remember that. So, are you hopeless? Are you lost? No. No, you can work on your appearance. You can work on your appearance. And that depends on where you're applying to, what, what your target audience is. Say, say nowadays I go to court if I have to represent someone. What you think I'm going to show up in, in a, in a t-shirt or a polo and some, and some slacks? That's it, just a little button up, just chilling. <laughs> Not at all. You're going to show up wearing something appropriate, dressing appropriate. The proper attire. It's decorum because you're going to court. Your audience expects certain mannerisms, a demeanor when you appear. They expect you to appear like a professional who is familiar with the courtroom. <clears throat> if, I mean, that is if. You expect to be respected just off rip, just off top. <clears throat> and that's still just the baseline. You could dip below that. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you communicate it first through somebody's eyeballs before they can evaluate you logically. And that is, at least in court, you don't have too many options to be talking and, and demonstrate just how capable you are. Right? You talk when you're talking to. You speak when you're spoken to. And you argue, you make your argument, you advocate when you have <clears throat> when you're when you're presented, when you're given the opportunity. You can't just walk in and finesse. I mean that that all happens outside of the courtroom. That all happens outside the presence of of a judge. Even if it is with the judge themselves happens outside the tribunal. <laughs> All that to say is that appearance matters. Appearance, ma don't sell yourself short. Don't think that because you're overweight now that you'll never land a job, that you'll, ne you'll never land the job you want. Don't think that because you don't have the, the facial hair you want that you'll never get the job. Uh, that is that all might be a lack of competency, not a lack of confidence, because there's a ton of confident motherfuckers out there who deserve, who, who require, who ought to be humbled. But 
being competent in whatever state you are in and and obviously always improving but being competent being capable in the state that you are in now in the condition that you are in now in the position the situation that you are in now speaks a lot more than just oh alex alex is nice on the eyes Ooh, alex is i don't know alex has got nice hair Ooh, alex's eyes are so piercing i'm just making shit up but if alex is a fucking retard which would think i'm gonna hire him unless i need only a poster boy if i only need a post if i only need alex's face in the room then i'll hire him just for his fucking face i'll pay him a per diem just to stand in the back of the room or or occupy a seat at the conference table and keep his fucking mouth shut see that's insulting <laughs> but hey different strokes for different folks maybe it's enough for you to eat maybe it's enough for you to pay rent different strokes for different folks but if i found myself in that position i would want something more i'd want to prove myself that i am capable that i'm competent unless Unless the, the job wasn't as demanding. Obviously, it's got to be for some righteous purpose, some honorable purpose. And if, I, and if it were just treated like a regular job, if my presence actually contributed to productivity, I mean, I'm not bound to them. It's not involuntary. You... You accept what you submit to. You accept what you subject yourself to. So if I'm just showing up, folks are doing righteous work, right? I'm putting in my eight, ten hours, just looking pretty. <laughs> that, that's just my job. I just go from meeting to meeting. I've just got my mouth shut. And then at the end of my work day, I clock out. I go home. <clears throat> And it depends what kind of hobbies you got. You got a family, you got side projects, you got little initiatives that you want to spearhead on your own. But that, again, that requires a higher level thinking. You can't just be a good looking motherfucker and not have a good head on your shoulders. If you, if you are without a brain, you're just a brainless drone. You're just, you're just another body. You're just a fucking silhouette in a room. If you're not capable at all, you come across motherfuckers like me who are passing in looks and excel in logic and tact. Dog, I got you covered as soon as I walk in the room. <laughs> that is some corporate cowboy shit, right? Because you are... You won't even be looking at my face. Say it was masked up, right? <laughs> you won't even you won't even see how good looking I am if I'm just flaming everybody in the room. But that's some that's some corporate cowboy shit. <laughs> Let's take a look at one or two of these comments. Here I got a I got a little bit of time while I think of something else because I feel like I addressed just about every angle of that where you 
where, yeah, it, if it's reality, if you were hired based on your looks, it's something you have to come to grips with. You have to come to terms with. I mean, does your boss have an ulterior motive? What they want to set you up with a daughter? Like, are we talking, are we talking a personal professional strategy? What kind of moves are you making? What kind of moves are you making? And this is go, this goes beyond whatever biographical questions we would ask of the hypothetical clients, where they work at, what their experience is, what their education is in, what, what other skills or talents, abilities they might have, what other qualifications do, do they have that they could leverage, that they could create some purchase within this organization that will allow them to move up later on. Unless, unless this is like their first job or unless this is a, a job where they were in a, in a dire position and they just need to eat, right? And they're just showing up for check to check and they're going to move on to the next one. Be grateful for the job you have now. Learn it. The layout. Scope it out. The operations, the policies, break it down like you would any other job. What, you, you let your appearance get to your head because they told you that you were hired based on your appearance? Dog, plenty of people look bad and end up being good. Plenty of people look good and end up turning bad. And this isn't just about attractiveness. <laughs> there's some bad motherfuckers out there who are doing good things and then there are some people who look good and they are doing just atrocious things the first comment here says <clears throat> tell them you want to raise and see how good looking you really are well I mean this is reddit what can you expect if you're going to ride on your looks if, if you're going to ride on your looks right if if you don't give a shit about the job, if you really think you can flex on mom and daughter, I mean, that's kind of depraved. It's kind of degenerate, but it's Reddit, right? What the fuck do we expect? Maybe you can push your luck. But to see how good looking you actually are, I mean, push your luck when the review day rolls around. But you've got to be a capable, a competent motherfucker and secure in your ability to put in the work. What if you did want a promotion? What if you did want a raise? And all you got to bank on is the fact that you look decent? The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. If you're not contributing in any productive or positive way, the fuck are you needed for? Other than some type of visual relief. <laughs> the second comment here writes appearance is 70% of everything damn talk about numbers talk about numbers you see I said 80% of the time you might be able to win out and the only reason I'm confident in 80% is because the moment you start doing work you're already above average you're already above average. The below average person is not working and the average person is barely treading water. But you put in the work to improve. 
the work to develop professionally, the work to attain that consummate professionalism that's becoming of a corporate cowboy, I'm telling you, man, that'll put you at least in that 70% category because you'll have the appearances. And if you move like a corporate cowboy, you're beating them out eight out of 10 times. Eight out of 10 times. The only people you're not beating out are like, again, model figures who are going to get let go in like three months time unless they they're needed for a specific job like i need this person to be the face i and that's all i need is, is this face <laughs> it's just i need this person to look good that's it or a corporate cowboy of your caliber of your uh average appearance not average but like of, of your relative physical attractiveness in your caliber i mean if you guys are moving in sync moving together that then becomes i mean technically your competition but if you're both corporate cowboys then you know what the fucking deal is you you know what the deal is i mean corporate is a no man's land and the only allegiances that are being forged the only alliances being forged are the ones that are productive to business that are righteous and that are honorable otherwise i mean this business shit it's war it's war it's never ending it's this constant churn it's a fucking meat grinder <laughs> and it does not discriminate <laughs> I'll catch y'all next time. That's 30 minutes on the spot. Catch us on IG. That's at Corporate Cowboys with a Z on Patreon. You can subscribe to any number of tiers. Um, you can donate to us, write to us if you want. We love hearing from you. That's uh, P.O. Box 3372, Rancho Cordova, California, 95741. That's on the West Coast. <laughs> All right. Peace.